circumde derunt me gemitus mortus. Dolores inferni circumde derunt me. The sorrows of death wrapped me round. The sorrows of hell encompassed me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today's Holy Mass of Septuagesima Sunday opens with this poignant cry from the very dawn of history. The sorrows of death wrapped me round. The sorrows of hell encompassed me. This is the cry of old Adam. And this is the cry of old Eve. Adam and Eve were created as a royal priestly couple. They were given lordship over all lesser creatures. And by virtue of their priestly function, were charged with lifting up all things created, all those good and beautiful things made by God. An oblation of praise and thanksgiving to the Creator. But the evil one tempted them to grasp and to keep for themselves what God had reserved for himself alone as a sign of his sovereignty. The original sin, you see, was anti-liturgical and anti-Eucharistic. What was in the beginning destined by God to be matter for a pure oblation became in the hands of Adam and Eve matter for self-appropriation. In sinning against the liturgical and Eucharistic order inscribed by God in his creation, Adam and Eve forfeited their royal dominion over all lesser creatures and lost the priestly function by which God intended a pure oblation to rise from the altar of a world shining with goodness and beauty. Adam and Eve, having sinned, were cast out of paradise. Paradise was at once their home, their temple, and their altar. Paradise was illumined by the face of God, filled with the sounds and tastes 
and fragrances of things created for their joy and for the glory of the Creator. With the entrance of sin into the world, it became a valley of tears, a dark place, a distant exile in which Adam and Eve went mourning and weeping over the loss of all that was and that could have been. Oh, you know the story. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because thou hast done this thing, thou art cursed among all cattle and beasts of the earth. Upon thy breast shalt thou go, and earth shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. I will put enmities between thee and the woman, and thy seed and her seed. She shall crush thy head, and thou shalt lie in wait for her heel. And then to the woman also he said, I will multiply thy sorrows and thy conceptions. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children, and thou shalt be under thy husband's power, and he shall have dominion over thee. And then, speaking to Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened to the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldst not eat, cursed is the earth in thy work. With labor and toil shalt thou eat thereof all the days of thy life. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat of the herbs of the earth. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return to the earth, out of which thou wast taken. For dust thou art, and into dust thou shalt return. But all was not lost, even in the devastation of a world producing thorns and thistles, there was given a promise of hope. The mystery of the woman, the immaculate, the all-lovely, who would undo what Eve had done, and who, standing at the side of the new Adam, would offer with him the sacrifice by which every oblation lost to humanity would be wondrously compensated, in which every sacrifice of the patriarchs and every bloody immolation of victims in the temple would be at once forever put away 
and wondrously fulfilled. St. Augustine tells us, It hath been his will, rather, to draw good out of evil than to suffer that there should be no evil. Listen to St. Augustine again. It hath been his will, the will of God, rather, to draw good out of evil than to suffer that there should be no evil. What is true of the great economy of salvation is true also of your life and mine. God wills, rather, to draw good out of evil than to suffer that there should be no evil. The gradual of the Mass today. It was sung in reference to Adam and to each of his descendants, including you and me. For the poor man shall not be forgotten to the end. The patience of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Today you will have noticed the song of paradise is silenced. It is replaced by the mournful lament of the tract. In the tract, we hear the heart rending cry of Adam rising from the depths of his immeasurably tragic loss. And what does old Adam sing? Out of the depths I have cried to thee, O Lord, let thine ears be attentive to the prayer of thy servant. Adam and Eve were the laborers chosen by God in the very first hours of creation to work in the vineyard of paradise. At every hour of history, God calls again, sending new laborers into his vineyard. But here, there is no human scale of just compensation. There is rather the disarming munificence of a God who, having redeemed, repaired, and restored his original plan, gives to all freely. Latest come, receiving as much as those come first. And so the Offertory Antiphon will complete the Gospel. The offertory antiphon today is the song of the new Adam, the head of a new humanity, the body that he has taken unto himself to enter with him into glory. Bonum est confiteri domino, et psalere nominitur altissime. It is good to give praise to the Lord and to sing to thy name, O Most High.
the communion antiphon. It's the poignant prayer of every child of the first Adam and of the first Eve. It is a prayer full of hope. It is sung already in the radiance of the face of the new Adam, in the light of the divine countenance hidden in the host. Illumina facium tuam super servuntum. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, et salvum me fac in tua misericordia, and save me in thy mercy. Domine, non confundar, coniam invocavite. Let me not be confounded, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. The face that illumined paradise before the fall, today illumines the church. It is a hidden face until the close of this age, but its radiance cannot be hid. And in the radiance of that face, there is joy and the hope what I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man. What things God hath prepared for them that love him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.